Welcome to Chamber Chats, brought to you by the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce. I'm Amy Kiner. And I'm Stephen Smoke. We are co-hosts of Chamber Chats. New episodes of Chamber Chats go live the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, listeners. We are back for another awesome episode of KC Chamber Chats. And we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, And I I can't wait to hear about all of the wonderful things she has planned for 2023. But we've got with us in the studio, Dolly Patton with the Arts Center of Kershaw County. Welcome, Dolly. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much. Dolly, tell us what is going on at the Arts Center of Kershaw County. And then we'll we'll just go straight to that, and then we'll let you tell us more about who you, you are, yes. your background, but just dive right into what's I going know. on. I, well, as of today, we're in the holiday spirit, mm-hmm. uh, but um, coming in 2023, we are planning for big things. Um, we've got a full schedule. Um, January, we kick off another show in our gallery. Uh, it's called This Far by Faith. It's a black and white photography exhibit uh, about African-American camp meetings in North and South Carolina. Ooh. And that will be up for January and February in honor of Black History Month. Um, we'll cool. do, Fascinating. It's going to be great. Um, we've got a jazz concert in our little black box, our nightclub feel. Yes. Um, that's going to be fun uh, in January. In your little then, black box. Hold on. For those who don't, black box. <laughs> who don't know. You don't know what the black box yeah. is. It's not from an airport. Plane. No. no. So um, behind the main stage theater that everyone is familiar with is a small black space. Uh, the walls are black. Uh, it's very simple, and we can do lots of really cool shows back there. Well, we feel like it's a great place for jazz music uh, and small concerts. So we pull out bistro tables, put little twinkle lights on them, serve a charcuterie board and drinks, and you, it feels like a nightclub. Yeah, I And love it. Um, we cool. have uh, Ben Rosenblum coming from New York for Ooh. that one in January. Um, it's just really fun. There's wow. only 60 tickets. <gasps> you know, it's it's limited. Are tickets um, on sale now? Uh, not yet. They will be uh, okay. January 1st. Okay. Yes. Cool. And I'm uh, very excited about All that. All right, keep going. Sorry. And then yes. at the end of January, we have two nights of the Columbia City Ballet's production of Romeo and Juliet. Um, We wanted to expand that this year because uh, students study Romeo and Juliet in middle school, Mm -hmm. and we wanted to make that available as a way for them to learn how to interpret that uh, show. Awesome. Um, So that'll be fun. And then in February, we have our Gospel Fest. That's coming back this year. Um, And uh, we're doing a uh, partnership with the Columbia Children's Theater to show Aquila do the production of Aquila and the Bee. Oh, fun. And the Duke Pitchforks are going to be in here somewhere in January, in, excuse me, in February or March. Um, they come back every year yeah. as well. Love a lot them. of fun. Yes. Uh, uh, Bob Shaheen group. brings them yeah. down, and that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. They're great. Um, and in March, we will have chamber music and a different gallery show called Paddock Parade. It's with a um, very respected professor and artist from the University of South Carolina, Boyd Saunders. Um, there's actually a new book that's been published about him. It's for sale at Books on Broad. Awesome. Um, so it it will be up during the horse race time. Yeah, time to seems that. appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, we've got our youth team production of Once Upon a Mattress in March. Your youth um, team. What, what's teen, your youth? The um, teen. teen production. Oh. That, um, so uh, students ages 13 to 18 will do this um, main stage show of okay. Once Upon a Mattress. Wonderful. So yeah. um, Kershaw County fun. Youth. Uh, yes. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. We do two uh, two youth productions in the year. We just had the 
um, little kids mm-hmm. uh, did bots in our in our black box. Yes. It's a lot of fun. Um, so we do two of those a year. And then um, as on a side note, we will be doing our annual gala in the month of March. So okay. if anybody's looking for a gala and help us raise money, we would love to have them. Awesome. Um, April, we partner with the city and we do blankets and bands, the concerts on the town mm-hmm. green. Mm-hmm. And um, we partner with the junior league and the school district to do a poetry contest in the schools. Cool. And we close the st- uh, theater productions in May with Godspell. Everybody's been asking us to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a big production two weekends in May. And in June, we are doing an outdoor concert with Dick Goodwin and his big band. Uh, Fun. Kick off the summer. Yay. Lots of cool Holy stuff. Lots of cool stuff. Yeah. All yeah. right. So then let's, we'll push rewind here, Dolly, <laughs> and tell, <laughs> tell us more about yourself and your background prior to to joining us at the art center and how long you've been at the art center now and all that kind of good stuff okay well uh in my first life i was a high school math teacher many oh many years goodness. ago what age yeah. uh 10th through 12th grade okay, geometry algebra all those subjects well, nobody we're, likes we're just wow. glad you're still here <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no wonder you changed uh <laughs> occupation well i did a little stint down at disney world at uh, epcot center as a tour guide and that sort of redirected oh. me after i had gotten this math degree um, so I went to work for parks, recreation and tourism hmm. and environmental in environmental education. And, and it was a nonprofit. So that's how I entered in the nonprofit world. And I've been fundraising for different nonprofits for 30 years and wow. spent the last 16 years at Saluda Shoals Park, mm-hmm. um, raising money for an environmental park on the river and a Christmas light show and yeah. a yeah. wetland and a really super cool playground called Leo's Landing that I can talk hours about. It was very life-changing experience so um lots of fun there and i came to the art center in june of 21 right Uh, in the middle of covid COVID was kind of you know we're just starting to come out of covid Mm -hmm. and um i had done a a huge amount of arts programming at saluda shoals Mm -hmm. because our mission was to connect you to nature one of the ways we did that was through art Mm -hmm. and uh so i got to come over here and start working at the art center and uh, figuring all this out. Well, and I have a question um, for you because prior to your arrival, we changed the name from the fine arts center to the art center. Right. And I don't think anybody really understood why. The distinction. Yeah. So there were that that? in 2019, the board voted to make that change. Um, There were two reasons. One, uh, Fine art typically refers to visual art. Okay. When you think about the High Museum of Fine Art. And most, and in the 70s, in 74, when we were created, mm-hmm. there were many fine art centers being created. Most of those that are still around are affiliated with universities, institutions on higher learning. Sure. Um, and so that was one reason, because we do a lot of things that would not be considered fine, fine art. art. Ah. Um, it, we're very broad in art. We have an education piece. And, you know, so so what would make us sound more broad and more welcoming and that was to drop the word fine and be the art center of Kershaw County and be more inclusive. Well thank you for explaining that because people have asked me and I'm like I'm not really sure I'm not in the arts so I don't 
Right. I don't know right. the difference between fine right. and not okay. fine. And and so just for folks out there that still love the word Spine Art yeah. Center, it is fine for them to still <laughs> use that. We know yeah. we, you don't get offended. When no, we actually did a lot of surveying, and we we're in the middle of a strategic plan. And uh, what we found, pe- there were a few people who wanted to go back, and a few people who wanted to stay Art Center. But the majority of the people were like, "Could you just like Pick do one. art? Yeah. Could you yeah. do your education programs? Could you provide events? Could you know?" Well, it does sound more broad. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. and I and I would imagine that most of the folks who who utilize the now Arts Center of Kershaw mm-hmm. County <laughs> didn't really get that distinction anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, why why it was called Fine instead right. of just Arts Center? Right. So right. Well, we've sounds re- good to me. We've rebranded. Yeah. We have a new logo. We've rolled out the text piece of it, but there'll be an art piece that comes with it, and that'll come out after the first of the year. Mm-hmm. And it really ties together the history. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it pays tribute to our history. But moves us forward. That was Great. our goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, very well, cool. Well, Dolly, talk about the, I mean, the importance or the value of the arts. I mean, why, why, why is that why important? Art? Why, yeah. why art? Um, That's right. Well, for those of us in the arts, we we feel it changes your life. Art, uh, experiencing art can be transformative. Um, and it brings value to you as a person. And um, there's actually a book called um, The Artist's Way, and it's a, it's a, a class that you do together as a group and it recommends that you have an art date every week takes you out of the place where you are it makes you inspires you it makes you feel better makes you more creative Um, and and what we find with our education programs is that it teaches self-respect and it teaches cooperation and um, partnership and it lets you explore Mm -hmm. who you are and what you want to be from a a community perspective and an an economic development perspective um, people and companies look for uh, livable communities mm-hmm. and livable Absolutely. communities yeah. have access to arts and culture, access to outdoor green space and outdoor activities and the arts tie right into that. So if you are looking to locate your business somewhere, you're, you're not going to work 24 hours a day. You're right. going to look for those other quality of life activities to engage in. Well, over, over the years, I've heard quite a few um, well-respected citizens of, of the community mention how important it was when they were looking at the community, whether it be just to reside or for their business, that, that there was a presence like the art center here. So, so I would concur completely just from experience over the years. Well, and I want to go back to this art date. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> just you're just looking for a reason to get John to take you somewhere. <laughs> well, right? that's what I was wondering. Does that mean I go and experience the arts once a week, or I do some sort of art work? Or give us the cheapest yeah. version of, well, of this answer. Well, no, <laughs> not necessarily. I'm trying to save my friend John some money here. Um, it's all <laughs> of those. I mean, it could be let me go visit a museum, or, mm. or come to the art center gallery. Yeah, um, we've always got a show there, or come to blankets and bands. Yeah, all very green. affordable, John. Right, all very affordable. <laughs> yes. um, the, the gala yes. could be in that a little bit on the high end of the right. affordability, but Ooh, uh, yeah. we skip that one. Get the next <laughs> next thing, but <laughs> well, no, I I love that because um, I'm very analytical. You know, my mind is very math oriented. Right. Um, so. So, and I don't, I don't feel very creative at all, ever. I have wonderful, very creative children who are amazing in the arts. Get but that from John. Yeah, they do. They get it from the kind art side. Mm-hmm. But 
it, you know, I... You need to be exposed to I that more. I need to. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Well, and we offer a lot of variety of classes. So right. you can... Personally, I've taken what I call done-in-a-day classes because mm-hmm. I don't have time to do something every single week. No, I wouldn't either. Um, and I don't consider myself an artist. But it's people in our society, we tend to say, oh, at th- third grade, you did this beautiful painting, so you're an artist. But right. You, I'm sorry, your stick people look like dead trees. So you (laughs) didn't get to do that. So, but what I've learned is everybody has a a creative talent. Mm -hmm. It's just finding what that is and cultivating it. Art takes practice just like anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and at the art center, we, we, I've joked and said, we're a little mad. Uh, We're music art, drama, and dance. Oh, there used to be a program in the schools when I was a kid that was sponsored by the Art Center called, called the Mad. Mad. Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. And there was a Mad, Mad Festival. Yep. I've heard an awful lot about oh, the yeah. Mad Festival, and, and people have asked me to bring that back. 80s, oh, 80s-ish. Wow. That's right. Wow. Yep. Well, so since you mentioned bringing something back, I mean, tell us about your vision for the future of the art center. You know, if you are looking five, I mean, you're working on your strategic plan, you just said, uh, and I know you probably haven't finalized that yet, but you know, if, if you just wanted to talk, maybe you personally five, 10 years out, how might you like to see the art center different, the same? What are your thoughts? Well, we are in the middle of the strategic plan, and it will come out um, in the first of next year. Okay. Um, a, the, the majority of the feedback I'm hearing is people uh, want arts education. Mm-hmm. Um, the Art Center was formed in the mid-'70s to address the fact that funding for the arts had been cut to the schools. Right. And and we're transitioning to that again. We, we've seen that happen off and on over the years, and we're about to have our 50th anniversary. Okay. Um, so in 2024, it will be the 50th anniversary, and we're looking for how to celebrate that and, and mark that milestone, and mm-hmm. what are we doing as we move forward? So I think it's funny that you mentioned when you were a kid at school, um, Mad, I think the other uh, activity that we've heard that we want to bring back is the Artist in Residency program. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was popular yes. as well. Mm-hmm. It's a great program. You bring an artist in, they work in the schools. If it's a visual artist, they might create sculpture and they do a project with the kids or a theater person comes in, they do classes in the school and they do a performance at the Art Center. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are some ideas that we're, we're discussing. Well, and my sister-in-law, Cammie Kynard, actually did an arts and residence program here oh, at the she? elementary school. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a writer. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So that that was not that long ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, even in our Arts Arising program, we have a literary component. Mm-hmm. People don't think about writing as being an art, but it right. is. Absolutely. Absolutely. She's well, so creative. Well, Dolly, you touched on something that, you know, it's um, the arts aren't or often aren't popularly uh, funded uh, from the mm-hmm. public um, sector. So the funding for the art Center is mostly private, correct? It is, absolutely. Al- almost all, really. Uh, 94%. Okay. Wow. So, Holy and, cow. So that's the major challenge, right? I mean, yes, that, that is... Absolutely. Because you Hence want this... Hence the fundraising well, right. arm. <laughs> and, and you want it to be accessible to everybody, or at least you know, somewhat affordable to everyone, even if you have to charge something to right. get into yeah. these events and, and uh, so forth. But yeah, that's, that's the hard part though, is, is raising those funds. So how's that going? What are you, what are you trying to do there? To, right. Cause that's gotta be a challenge. And so how can the mu- community help? I mean, 
Well, donate. That's the number one piece. Uh, we have been very fortunate with um, Duke Energy and Target and Blue Cross Blue Shield um, when we've written proposals. And part of our proposal is if with this funding, it helps us keep those ticket prices reasonable for families. Mm -hmm. um, when you bring in a big show like we did SpongeBob in the summer, um, that's a big Broadway show. It's expensive. Yeah. I mean, that's a $10,000 production. Wow. So the ticket prices were higher and people were like, why did you raise the prices? Well, I didn't, had to, I didn't yeah. have a sponsor for that show, so uh -huh. I had to I had to pay for it somehow. Right. Um, and we did raise that ticket price. But uh, we do, Target gave us a grant to underwrite the youth productions. Blue Cross just gave us a big grant to underwrite the season, some of these things you heard us mm -hmm. talk about. Um, so that's helpful. Duke Energy helps with um, Arts Arising. The Associated Charities of Kershaw County has helped with Arts Arising so we can scholarship kids in. Nice. Um, there's a $50 fee for Arts Arising, and the school district does help pay for the overall project. It's, Arts Arising is super fabulous. It's a four-week art intensive um, where kids from third grade to eighth grade come in, and, and they're so if you're a dancer in mm -hmm. the morning you take dance but in the afternoon we're going to put you in theater so you experience something else or oh. if you're a visual artist you're in the visual art in the morning and you might be in dance in the afternoon mm -hmm. um and so it's a um it's only 150 kids really special and um, the yeah. school district um helps vet those children but we do charge a, a small fee of $50 so there are kids who can't afford that sure and we look for scholarship money to help get them in and then we actually had some scholarship money last year to help with uh, piano lessons or dance lessons nice. for kids nice. that are taken just regularly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, donations are, uh, and grants are what we survive on. Well, and so if I've never given to the Art Center before... Do I just write you a check and stick it in the mail? You or can. can we? You've, <laughs> never, you've never given to the art center before? Look, I said if. Oh. if. Okay. Um, yes, you can um, donate with a check. You can come bring us cash. We take that too. Uh, but you can donate online. Our website is uh, artscenterkc.org. Okay. And you have a board who who manages and, and, and helps with fundraising events and so forth correct we do we okay. have 15 members on our board right now okay. and um, they're very engaged uh, in helping I've got one board member who's helping with facilities um, the art center hasn't had a lot of upgrades to the facilities or even uh, fixing things so we've been doing a, a good bit of that inventory since I right. got there to, to make some upgrades and fix some roofs well it's a big campus it is it, it is. it's a lot multiple buildings I mean which yes. is good mm -hmm. it, it provides a lot of opportunities but that is a lot of maintenance and, mm -hmm. and upkeep. Well, we have yeah. the historic building, the historic Douglas Reed House, which is 200 years old. Wow. Yeah. And that's what the original building that the Art Center was in, housed in, and volunteers ran it, and art classes took place in that building. Um, you could rent that out, right? We rent it out now, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's yeah. a source yeah, of revenue, yes. I've rented it before for an event. Yeah. Okay, well, we um, this year we moved our holiday market to the gallery in the Bassett Building, so that it could be near the activities that are going on, but also so we could rent that Douglas Reed house for Christmas parties. Oh, yeah. that's smart. Um, so that's a that's a source of revenue. And then the um, Daniels building is the education building. Mm -hmm. um, and we actually rent that out every now and then, the music studio for, for different groups. And um, then folks also use the stage. Uh, the dance place is doing their Nutcracker this year. So they oh, rent it. Oh, nice. Yep. Nice. Well, I, I can't imagine this community without the Art Center. I've thoroughly enjoyed a lot of activities there. Um, and uh, apparently I need art, my art, an art date. An art date? <laughs> yes. Or, you do. Yeah. 
So I'll, I'll be a working class. on that. Come take a class. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, our time is, is coming near the end. And so what else would you want our listeners to know about the Art Center, maybe that we haven't already talked about, Dolly? Well, I think for maybe in here a year and a half, the, the um, most fulfilling part is everybody loves the Art Center mm-hmm. and they have a story. And we love hearing the stories. And that will be part of the 50th anniversary is, oh, is going back and revisiting some of those stories. And um, it's, it's amazing to me after 30 years of fundraising to be in an organization that's just so beloved mm-hmm. by a community. Um, and then I just encourage people to come out, take a class, attend an event, yeah. um, see a show, or, or serve on a board, or volunteer yeah. at the box office, or come sell tickets. Yeah. Well, and, Wonderful. and I have to say, I, I don't know exactly when we're going to post this, but I have to say the holiday market is one of my favorite. <laughs> I mean, I love to go there. The items that are there are beautiful and all handmade and just absolutely wonderful. So if, if we miss... Holiday 2022. Mark your calendars for holiday 2023. (laughs) Yes. Because you will want to go. Yeah, it's beautiful this year. I'm looking forward to it. So good. Well, thank you so much, Dolly, for being with us and telling us uh, all about our our gem of an art center in Kershaw County. And we wish you all the best in 2023. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Mm Thank you for listening to this episode of Chamber Chats. This podcast is a production of the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce in partnership with radio stations Cool 102.7 and Carolina Country Classics 98.7 and is produced by Patty Rose. Episodes are released the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Remember to tell others about us and give us some feedback by rating us on your podcast app or by sending an email to director at kershawcountychamber.org. We'd love your feedback. And until next time, shop Shop Kershaw Kershaw County. County.